Welcome back to another episode of Blockcast. I'm your host, Reggie, a.k.a. your chief financial coconut. Um, this is Timothy Mizier, um, managing editor at Blockhead. What's Sabo? <laughs> Boss Lee here. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to also ask, are you all feeling yeah. more bullied right now? Because uh, I think BTC just crossed 30k. <laughs> I mean, compared to like last week, right, when we had our... Talk. Are you like feeling more belief? Having more cra- belief in you. <laughs> more belief. <laughs> but I think it's quite crazy, man. Like every other week it feels like a roller coaster. So it's just it's just wow. I don't feel more belief. I feel more lost. Like, what <laughs> the hell's going on? Right? It's like it's like what the hell's going on, guys? So yeah. Then you need to listen to blockcast lah. Uh, yeah. Because uh, our first t- story t- ties in with that, right? <laughs> yes. Like, help, helping you all to segue. Uh. Well, bro, that segue that's solid. I love it. <laughs> And that's how that's one of the narrative right now. Yeah. Just just nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so that that's our first topic of the day. Like Wall Street has taken over crypto and that has led to a pump 20% in Bitcoin over the past week. But what actually happened? Well, EDX markets, this is a new exchange. Uh, it was announced uh, a while ago, but I think it's just started trading. EDX back, is backed by Wall Street firms, Citadel, Fidelity. Charles Schwab. It's funded by Sequoia, Paradigm, Virtu Financial, and it will serve institutional investors by offering trading of Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash. So all of these are not classified as securities by the SEC. So all this is happening with the backdrop of the regulatory crackdown, right, in the US. Now we have this huge exchange with Wall Street backers, At the same time, we also heard news last week that uh, BlackRock has applied to launch an ETF for Bitcoin. And then there are several other crypto-native companies that have also submitted applications to launch a spot Bitcoin ETF. Um, None of them have been approved, but there is talk that this Bitcoin spot ETF that BlackRock has applied for will be approved. So all of this is given the industry a bit of a a pusher and everyone's excited about it again. And you know, let let Wait, to a pump everyone's it. excited about it. Are you sure? It what seems like it, it. I mean, if I you, mean, if you so- just look at the prices, lah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like money is coming in, right? But it sounds like this is a situation where the TradFi guys are entering the game, right? Like following the situation of the SEC cracking down on the big boys. In, Correct. Uh, I mean, basically, in, like in now, all the pieces are coming together. You see the 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 big picture. Oh, right? oh we going to conspiracy theory ground, are we? <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> or is this like alternative? No, Let's just talk about what we see, what we see, <laughs> okay, right? Okay, like okay. SEC has cleared the way mm-hmm. for its own Wall Street platform to show it's up on the scene. That. It's friends, that, essentially. <laughs> yeah. For their friends, for their friends. I mean, it seems like the regulators are favoring established companies, right? Rather than digital asset industry firms. I don't know, yeah. Reggie, what do you think? I mean, regulators will always prefer traditional guys, right? Because the traditional guys already abide by regulatory frameworks, right? That's the whole idea. They survived rounds and rounds of regulatory frameworks and they they made it work within the framework. So if you are a regulator, of course, you will love the OG a little bit more than the new guys, right? Um, Mm -hmm. I honestly think that's how regulators think. They'd rather go with a trusted source than an innovative frontier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, and it really doesn't help that there's just been too many implosion. I mean, just in this short period of this podcast, right? Barely, barely what? Like a year, barely half a year. And there's already like so many shit that happened. Mm-hmm. Right? So I can understand why regulators will enjoy working with the OGs a little bit more, you know, but I can also understand why narratives like this lah, is, is, is coming up. The SEC is clearing the way, you know, which which on some level you can you can draw that conclusion. 
right? Like, I mean, it, but it is also it, happened is in it a for very profit? short. It also yeah, happened yeah, in a very yeah. short period of time, la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so depends on who you talk to, lah. I mean, I I don't have a big qualm. Uh, around this right because i mean the day crypto decide to court you know traditional finance and try to get the big boys in instant money trying to go with the whole like regulatory framework then you are playing the the game already right you're playing yeah, the og yeah. game then you can really the, the parameters are there right so so i don't know that's my take la. my hard take you know which doesn't really make yeah. a difference <laughs> no but but okay la, the difference is that edx markets this new exchange platform is different in the sense that it aims to address the regulatory issue by separating the market making and custody functions so it's like mm. a pure trading platform la. so isn't that better isn't that what you want i remember a few months ago you were talking about it you wanted something that was a the pure trading platform mm-hmm. yeah, where yeah. the custody is separated to another <laughs> thing Exactly, right. I remember yeah. when we when we were first talking about was it FTX or, or which one? I remember. I can't remember. Was it mm-hmm. you or was it was it Mark? He said that yeah, we should separate. So tada, you got what you want, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, obviously, the conspiracy theorists are saying that you know uh, these large financial firms you know have come together to bully out the crypto participants so they can scoop up cheap coins. Uh. I mean, yeah, I, I will not dispute that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, that's that's what the Insti guys do. They they do yep, value yep, play. Exactly. They got yep. a lot of capital sitting around. They find when there's a dip, they go and scoop it up. So that's that's what they do, right? Is is their games annoying as such? But it is what it is. I also think the same. Yeah, but the whole custodian thing is the part that you know, it's like the red pill, blue pill shit, right? Like like which one do you want, right? And now there's a provider that's coming in to say that okay, we will abide by all traditional way of looking at finance where custody is separated to another entity yeah so do you want to use us or do you still want to stay with DeFi or you know uh, like crypto exchanges yeah. then there's a choice right for you to play around and, and decide what works for you personally I feel that DeFi still have a lot of potential even with this lah. so things like SEC clearing the way BlackRock coming in is definitely a big plus lah. like addressing the point where Reggie talked like courting the trip file crypto playing the game but it is one of the ways to get mass adoption or at least get people on board right even though now uh without all the re- clear regulation people go through centralized exchanges only then then they start to learn about DeFi and all i mean it's one of the gateway so the more people come in hopefully the funnel this time around opens up bigger and uh eventually there will be another pool of users dropping into DeFi. once they step into DeFi. If they, depending on how they see, if they like like it, right, and all, they might not use back the centralized exchanges anymore. But it opens up like a new pool of participants coming in. And that's how I see it. Even though you are playing the game where, you know, you're courting the trade five people to come in. Uh, so that's one. And second one is, depends on your duration of your investment thesis. I have trade five coming in to catch my back. That's not bad also. That's not bad. Uh, otherwise, I back holding very heavy. I've been holding for a long time, very heavy. <laughs> I need someone to help me <laughs> carry the load a bit. Uh, yeah. I don't Bobo mind too long JP Morgan coming in, help me hold the back a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. I hear you. I hear you on that. Yeah. So, so I think I think the idea here is if you talk about it from an exchange standpoint, I don't hate it, right? Mm. Like if you talk about it from an exchange standpoint, would you would I prefer something like what is happening now with EDX, where there's a third party custodian? Yes, I will. I will prefer that. But that is on some level already a traditional way of 
exchange already, right? Whereas mm. I think what Bossley is talking about is like the whole DeFi space where you own your coins, you know, you just go in for swaps and all that and your liquidity pools. And I think that is still, you know, unchallenged, huh, right? And on some level, you can argue that that's the frontier of exchange, right? And and these guys are just recreating what they do in like stock market and ETF market into the crypto market, right? So they're, so they're just recreating what they, what they have already done. And so I think diehard maxis and like, Strong crypto believers will still not use them either way, but yeah, it may it may create some adoption, you know, with with the other guys. But I, I mean, just it does, it I'm not sure if the some... conspiracy. Yeah, I'm I'm just not sure if the conspiracy stands <laughs> like like is it like you know we clear for them, you know, it's like yeah maybe there's some chatter here and there. Probably you can string them together, uh. But yeah like, it is what it is, uh. Yeah, I mean, it gives the space some legitimacy. Uh. Mm-hmm. So, it, it does, I mean, all, it does. all this is positive for, for the space in general. Yeah, I mean, de- of course, it depends on who you ask, right? Uh, Binance will be fucking angry. You know, Coinbase will be very angry. You know, uh, all, all those guys will be very unhappy, lah, right? But mm. to, to put it bluntly, they are also old school, right? In the, in the sense of the exchange structure that they use, right? So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's centralized. It doesn't abide by what crypto wants to go for and all that jazz. You know, or does, does crypto still want that actually? Like this, you know, uh, decentralized type of thing. I, I feel like there's a lot of centralized things sitting around in crypto. Centralized? I mean, without them, I always see it from a onboarding perspective because without them, it's hard for users to come in. Mm, but I may mm, be looking at through a very narrow scope but I see a user as myself coming through centralized exchange, right? When I first started off, got my token of finance, then uh, Coinbase. And after one, once I explore DeFi, I, I never came back already. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like then Great. I stuck inside there and got, uh, you know, get interested in all how, how things work and all, right? The beauty of decentralized finance. Yeah, so that's how I see it. I just wanted to ask, have you all seen the meme uh, that a lot of people are making where... Uh, I think Senator Warren was talking to Gary Gensler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I put it in the doc. You yeah. should take a look. So there's a lot of meme. Uh, it's like whispering into his ears. It's like, you know what to do. It, it's time, right? This, this kind of meme. And uh, I've deposited in your bank. You know what to do now for BlackRock already. <laughs> like, like a lot of this kind of uh, Twitter memes coming out. Uh, they just uh, use that image. Then, uh, yeah, quite funny one. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but y'all know about Warren's political leaning, right? Supposedly she's more leftist, socialist, mm-hmm. you know, social democrat type of thing, right? So it's it's very interesting why she's in this space, lah. Right. Yeah, but the whole demo the whole democrats are courting the crypto guys, right? So, so it is what At it this is. part, actually I have a view. It's a neutral view, it's just okay, maybe neutral to little bit negative. I just feel that, uh, at least for the states, uh, some of the people are trying to get the crypto votes, uh, they call it. They because are, they, if are. You, they yeah, are. So they are. It's not even a view. It, it is. It is. So I thought like, some people yeah. are making use of the uh, people who are truly passionate about crypto to get their votes, but actually their intention is not really pro-crypto. Uh, it's just you, like saying it just to, you know, vote for for the US lah. Yeah. No and not just that, right? I think there's also a lot of the lobbies, right? That's coming in with the money. So, you know, two prong approach, ah. Two prong approach. Two prong. <laughs> two prong. Right. Trying to get it going. <laughs> but it is what it is. Uh we'll see where EDX goes, you know. And uh but I got a question for Tim. What if EDX come and say, hey, we want to sponsor you guys? You know, <laughs> acquisition. Acquisition strat, right? Because new new market entrants always got acquisition strategy. True, true. Uh, will, will you take it up? Uh th- th- this is a question for Mark lah. 
That's why it doesn't I, challenge your principles. I'm just here to follow instructions. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, crazy. But yeah, but, that's... But uh, I, all... I, I, I think Mark will take it. Like, there's a price for anything. Yeah, there's a price for anything. Oh my goodness. So yeah, so much for crypto. But yes, uh, that, that <laughs> so that's it for the new market entrance EDX and the borderline conspiracy theory that SEC cleared for them. You know, but we'll see. You know, I think there is some ground, right? Which is why I say borderline. I'm I don't know as hard as what the mainstream media will will will, will go with it, right? So that is EDX for you. Yeah, it's going to be interesting uh, for the next couple of months. Uh. We'll see what for happens. For sure, for sure. Yeah. You're going to see what happens. And then if, if more and more pointers keep coming out, right, then you'll be like, okay, okay. It validates <laughs> this uh, theory, right? So yeah, the story yeah. <laughs> holds. Yeah, so we shall see. We'll keep covering it. So that is it for the first story. And the second story, we're going to like geek out a little bit more, right? So, um, boss, what do you have for us? Oh, this one interesting. Uh, this one cheap, this, called... this one cheap. This one, yeah, yeah. This is called inscriptions. Also, there is still hype. Like it's not that there's no hype, but there's still hype for uh Bitcoin ordinals. So people are going crazy about uh making things on chain and all. Someone found out that hey, you can actually do it on the Ethereum network. So it's called inscription. It's a new way of creating digital artifact or if you want creating JPEG or any form of text uh, on Ethereum using the transactional core data. So uh, I'm going to give you a simpler example. So when you use Metamask, when you send a transaction, there is a setting that allows you to send hex data. So for example, I want to send Reggie.1 if at the same time I want to leave a message to him and say happy birthday or good luck to ABC. next week uh, next okay. week by the way so I'll be very happy to give you my wallet later 0.1 yeah, 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 yeah. 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 if thank you uh, thank you thank you yeah thank you all yeah <laughs> so 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 that 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 hex field uh, on MetaMask what people are doing now is they are inscribing images so how do you get images onto uh, hex format but there's a size limit uh, about 90 KB quite small. So pixelated arts are quite hot. So you take it, go to any website like uh, Base64 image, then you change it to this uh, format called Base64. Then from Base64, change it to hex format, then put it into the core data or this field for you to put in the hex. Then I send it to you. Uh, let's say I send it to, again, uh, Reggie, 0.1 with an image of me. Now I can send it to you with an image of me smiling, right? Mm. So, and this image, right, will be on chain forever because it's marked into the uh, Ethereum chain. So people are going crazier. There was, uh, when it first popped up, people start to e-scribe. E-scribe. <laughs> because inscribe is used for BTC ordinal. E-scribe, uh, CryptoPunks, right? So yeah, it's mm. like, but it's not the real CryptoPunks, uh, it's just CryptoPunks. Anyway, people are going after things like, because every e-scribe have a number. So if you can be less than 1,000, less than 10,000, in a short period of time, I think four days. Right now, they are around 100 plus thousand. If not wrong, let me see. Oh, right now, there is 159,000 inscription. And uh, the crypto punks, the supposedly crypto punks inscription, people mint it for, or rather send it. Uh. So what they do is they send it to themselves at zero if, but they put the data, the image inside. They send it like, and it cost them about $1. It was sold on OpenSea for 1.2 if. So when this kind of things happen, the craze is here, lah. People get excited. People get, you know, can make money, ma. Can wait, wait. <laughs> so, so these inscriptions are they non fungible? Uh, non fungible. Yes, in a way. So there is an indexer. 
Mm. Uh, ah, so because there's like a serial first. number on some level. Yeah, so I can send you the same image, number, but you will never be. I if I send you the serial number at like one two three, you will never be a one two three even if we send the same image. Yeah, That's so uh, let's say you put an image of Mark. The Why same must photo. it be Mark? Of all uh, days when he's, he's not, not here, around, I just show his example. Which is great, right? Then you still want to bring him up. But anyway, <laughs> please continue. <laughs> okay, let's say Mark, right? His, his photo. So you have his photo, I have his photo, uh, Tim has his photo. <laughs> all of us inscribe at the same time. But the first one to get through is the authentic one. So let's say my inscribed number is 1511, you are 1512, his team is 1513. Mine is considered the original one, actually. This is... This is- uh, community community understanding, right? That's the idea, uh, right? So, yes. So, there was a period or rather there's a short period of confusion uh, like where a lot of people are minting the same thing. I think that I was minting or rather is describing the punk first but actually not. Someone already did it. So, it's very dependent on this thing called the indexer. Uh. So, there's a website that index all this inscription to see which one comes first. So, so, they don't sit in an NFT wallet or MetaMask or whatever. It's not that they sit in your MetaMask. They are on-chain. It's a mm. transaction with the data inside on-chain. So so when you're making money or selling these, you're just selling what? This transaction. You're selling the transaction. Yeah, you're the selling this transaction, transaction. Yeah. Uh, over to another person. So this guy owns that message. Wow. And it's quite... Uh, it's like selling a tweet. Like that, yes, like. uh, almost. And then another thing is, uh, I talk from it from a high level. Uh, because you cannot just sell a transaction, you need to wrap around it in a vote. I, I skip this information, but you know, there's a lot of technical things. Uh. The onboarding is easier than Bitcoin Ordinals because it's using MetaMask. There are a lot more users. That's why it's trending. Uh, but to get it up on OpenSea, it still requires some you know, manual play. Uh, you don't need to tweak around and all. But to answer your question, technically, you are owning that message right now because mm. that photo is in that message and I'm sending it to you. You know what we need? We need like a step-by-step guide to this. So right? this kind of thing always come out on crypto. That I, It's like there's never a down day in the crypto space. There's always... <laughs> it's, always it's never thing can one. sell. Yeah. Not transaction inside got a message also can sell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anything <laughs> anything and, uh, goes, guys. Anything goes. It's not just image because you can put hex data, right? So some people will turn HTML to base64 then turn it to hex. Mm. Then you can make very creative uh, digital artwork mm. with JavaScript. So, you know, when you, you open up the your message that someone do a circle uh, that is always turning like a clock one. Yeah. So, it can be dynamic because it's dependent on the web. Because you op- use the web to see the message. Ma. Then the message is encoded in hex. But technically, behind the scene is HTML. So, you load. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of exciting, not exciting, uh, but a lot of fun stuff coming. Have you seen any impact on like the NFT space as a result of this? Like, is this uh, like the new, is this like the new NFT craze or, you know? Okay, so um, NFT has this problem. So, you know that your NFT is not sitting on chain, that image. Yeah, you buy the yeah. $125,000 yeah, yeah. JPEG. Uh, it's not actually sitting on chain. It's actually in a decentralized file system called IPFS. So this setup, this inscription, right? People are excited uh, over it because... Because it takes things to the next notch, right? And because uh, it's on change, it, it is It's on chain. Uh, don't put yeah. porn uh, because once it's there, it's there like forever. You cannot <laughs> your, remove. Your, like IPFS, your you can remove. pixelated DP or something, right? It's like, yeah. ooh. <laughs> this one cannot remove. That's, that's number one. And number two... KB can't, can't do yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> Hey Tim, don't subtle messaging, uh. right? <laughs> <laughs> so number one is because this on-chain thing, 
So number two is uh, the cost. So some people, or at least when you want to deploy uh, NFT collection, the cost is higher compared to this inscription because this inscription, you have an image now, you just need to compress it, downsize, turn it to base 64 and just send. Anyone can do it. You don't need smart contract knowledge per se. Uh. Like you can do it with MetaMask. Very old school way of doing it. Oh, and I also want to point out that this inscription, right, is nothing new because way, 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 long, long time ago, I don't know if you all know this thing called Zcash. It's also a crypto, uh, privacy token and all. So Zcash has a forum. And in this forum, when you want to talk to each other, you send message via transaction. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, okay. and this, this message, of course, you can even be as crazy as uh, hashing your message. Uh. So mm -hmm. you, you talk in a forum, but this... Maybe in this thread, uh, all of you have a single code word that you all know one. So I can send back and forth all this message on chain, uh, on the Zcash chain. Then you can uh, decipher on your own, whatever. You know, these are the crypto punks. Uh, it's kind of, this, this is like real, the old school punk, crypto. Bro. This is not uh, just crypto, punks, this is right? like real punks. Yeah. Like they really do dope shit one. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, they, they, they really want to do <laughs> they really want to do shit one. You know, they really punk, you know, bro. Yeah, they, they yeah. really want to push the limit of like hey, I own the privacy, you don't see what I talk about, you know, like this mm. kind of thing. But mm. now uh become something can sell already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, I just want to highlight that it's it's not something new, it's previously was there. It's just that with the hype of BTC ordinal, people are exploring if this can be done. And someone found out, hey, actually this can be done. Yeah. Wow. So so all the, these uh, inscriptions follow a transaction and I guess it's always zero. La. The transaction uh, is so the value. So typically people will always send zero to yourself. La. So you will always send mm. zero value to yourself but you'll send the message will have your JPEG. La. So there's mm. no cost la, apart from the gas fee. Uh. Yeah, the gas fee. And it's okay, when bro, you, you send, can send that a, image. Yeah, you can send a point one to me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, together with a happy birthday. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, but yeah, continue, continue. So when you send zero ETH to yourself and you put in the image, so technically you're like minting the image on chain, mm. then you pass it to yourself. Then you have to go to a vote and wrap it. So wrap it but if you, let's you... say you don't want to wrap it, you can OTC. Like for example, Tim say, hey, I like your this ABC pick. Then you say two ETH. Then he send you, you send him. <laughs> OTC mm. can transfer yeah nice nice so Tim you want my OTC pick okay anyway I mean, that's it for today <laughs> right, so. you're not you're not getting 0.1 ETH for your birthday you're getting a photo of Mark yeah. no no don't send me I won't don't send me so yeah that's that's interesting yeah, yeah very, interesting. Of, uh, very interesting a lot of new things coming out yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. where where can where can we find out more Okay, so the creator, uh, he has an interesting Twitter handle called Dumb Name Numbers. Okay, uh, but if you want to find out more, you can go to the website. It's E T H Scription S C R I P T I O N S dot com, mm. and that's where you can find out about inscription. You can find out how to create one, and uh, you can also because it's the indexer. The indexer haven't open source yet, so right now this is the only place where you can find out if you are legit or not. Like when you click on this tab called recent inscription, you can see your number and you can check your stuff here. Nice. Do you have anything on there? Oh, I have, I have. Mm, nice. Right nice. now, people are minting a lot of funny stuff. Uh, a lot of funny stuff. Uh, What's the funniest? What's the funniest? So there's this thing about people chasing after the smallest thing you can mean and the longest thing you can mean. Uh, or do. <laughs> So, so people will do people. Uh, someone I think the owner, the the the, the creator, so called, minted this thing called the data data data, then semicolon, then comma. That's the smallest 
Yeah, so the, I'm looking at that page now. It's full of this data yeah. uh, with a number. People are expecting if. that this can be sold. Right. Yeah, because it was, if you take reference to BTC uh, ordinals, right, this was sold. People was minting like uh, abcd.xbt, abcd.sats, and that was sold la, for big money. So people are randomly chong. Oh. Anyhow, <laughs> anyhow, yeah. And people, uh, when they first started, right, people just jammed the thing with a lot of nonsense because the goal is to, you, when you see the site, you see the inscription number, right? They want to get it as low as possible. So if you are under 1,000, or oh, steady. If you are under 10,000, also steady. A lot, a lot of funny stuff. Yeah. Nice, nice. That's cool, that's cool. So we will continue to cover funny stuff here. For all of you. Innovation, <laughs> innovation. I innovation. Think funny stuff doesn't sound <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, innovation. <laughs> Yeah, hey, hey, you carry the bag back, Uncle. You don't say funny stuff, uh. you yeah, carry yeah, the bag yeah. longer. Innovation. Right. Innovation. 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 Yes, it's breakthrough, right? So, so yeah. yeah, let's see. Uh, let us know if you have done any of these things, you know, uh, drop us an email and, and all that shit, right? So, I'd be very curious if, if you guys actually go and try, try some of these. So, yeah, that's the second story. And um, if if funny shit is, is the, the term, then the third story is the funny shit, lah. At least, at least in my in my view, I think the third story is funny shit. Right? So what what happens, uh, in the third story? The third story leads to this extraterrestrial life, right? So as we all know, the weird and wonderful world of crypto just got wilder, line in it. Because over the week, Cardano founder Charles flew a group of scientists on his private jet to the Pacific Ocean to look for potential alien technology. <sighs> the worst thing wow. is it's led by a Harvard astronomer. <laughs> RV. The expedition aims to recover fragments of the interstellar meteor that fell in 2014, which may have been originated from an alien civilization. The May is very big. It better be capital letters, right? So in a series of tweets, that there are updates on the expedition confirming not only that he has invested 1.5 million in the Galileo project, but he's also physically on board the expedition ship, right? So um, Cardano founder is, is nuts, ah. Right, so but 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 I, uh, apparently I heard he's it's not the first time he's dead nuts, uh, so <laughs> okay, wait, just just to talk about alien technology, UFOs and all that. The narrative right now, right, is that it exists, right? Like these things are real. Let's just get that out of the way. Ah, Tim, you really did, did, <laughs> okay. Like, like, didn't like. Okay, in the past week, there have been like news about like the, the NASA conference about you know their investigations into into UFOs and all that. I mean, it's kind of like all these are like top level experts and scientists in the field, and it's like a understanding among all of them that other worldly life forms maybe it's space junk from the Apollo mission exist. Uh, no, uh, no. I mean, just look at what what's been happening <laughs> okay, at NASA okay. in the past week. I mean, I don't know. Tim okay. is a believer, is it? Yeah, Tim is a believer. I am. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, okay, okay, okay. I give you your stage. Tell us about la. NASA. I'm a, I'm a fan. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, tell me, okay, tell okay, me what, okay, what okay. happened. What happened at NASA's conference? What did they say? No, I, I, you, you, got, you got to look it up. La. But basically, they gathered to shed light on their research into UFOs and like so called unidentified aerial phenomena. I think this is because a year ago, they, they launched an investigation into, into UFO sightings. So N NASA has basically revealed a bunch of uh, unsolved mysteries in the space. Uh. And it was, a, it was a big group of distinguished uh, scientists and, and experts, including uh, retired astronauts and other, other 
top level guys in DC. La. They looked at 800 UFO reports and, and uh, if you just, just Google it, the, you, you'll, you'll find news articles about the findings uh, as well. Uh, they talked about their, their data collection, like their processes and like, I mean, the involvement of the US Defense Department and all that. Basically, I mean, they're just giving transparency into their investigations on UFOs. Uh. So, so like, it's not like trying to cover up like, like you know, last time Area 51 kind of stuff. It's accepted uh, and they are looking into it. So, but, but to bring it back to, to, to Charles Hoskinson and his search for potential alien technology, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, is it much of a surprise? I don't know. Like, you know, the, the, the crypto space attracts this kind of alternative, alternative minds. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, like innovation, like that alternative exactly. minds. I mean, yes, you yes. need people who think out of the box, lah, and like. Look okay, this one I for, agree. Yeah, inspiration mm. from like you know, left field sources. Uh. Mm. I think mm. we we did cover this story uh, earlier this week, so we were just looking into it, and then like turns out that a few weeks ago, Filecoin, another crypto blockchain, partnered with uh, the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence Institute to store a simulated alien message from Mars. What? <laughs> yeah what yeah so this project is called sign in space and it's aimed to simulate sending encoded extraterrestrial message to earth using the exomars trace gas orbiter so communities in this project are encouraged to decode and interpret uh this message uh, which is securely stored using falcoin <laughs> wow yeah just one of the several examples of the intersection between the crypto industry and space alien nutters uh, alien. <laughs> <laughs> alien nutters but I mean you could draw some parallels right between the two industries or, or, or spaces right but yeah we just mentioned the unconventional thinking tech forward mindset <laughs> inspiration right innovation I mean, blockchain technology yeah. also resonates with um, interstellar civilization where information and resources are decentralized across Space and time, right? <laughs> Interstellar <laughs> civilizations. Tim, <laughs> we started thinking? with we started with like UFO sightings and NASA, you know, and then in a short span of five minutes, we went into interstellar civilization. That is quite an escalation, okay? Like, like yeah. maybe it's a bit of a stretch, lah. But I don't know. When Cohen shared with me this 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 news piece, I was like, wow. Mm. Have you met Cohen? For all of you tuning in, he's as crazy, right? So <laughs> he, he's the associate editor at Blockhead. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's a very cool guy, also, but also very crazy. So wow, <laughs> nuts, nut jobs. But what, what, what does Bosley think about all this? Not, not a, not a believer. Didn't grow up on X Files. Yeah, I'm not really into this uh alien thing, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I met Charles before. Oh, okay. Yeah, when, when, when I met him uh, in uh. Texas when I was there for a crypto event and uh, there was a Cardano event also la, so I went 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 there because it's Texas la. so you know you need, I don't know what's that you have to ride that bull thing oh. the, <laughs> you, the bull will try to shake you off one so there was <laughs> yes, such yes, a yes. game over there what's that what's and, that called what's that called oh shit I, but I, 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 I don't know what's the about. yeah so yeah, yeah. he was he was like sitting on top right people were filming and uh, he has a lot of fans eh. like people were like cheering to see how long he can last before the bull throw him off to the ground. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So after he 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 came down, uh, I was quite lucky. Uh. But somehow he was not. I feel like uh, that very short interaction, right? He's okay. Eh? Like I asked him, can can take a photo? Then uh, he was like willing to take a photo uh, with me and uh, some of my friends. But when the crowd gets too much, right? Then he starts to leave already. Yeah, bro, like, too know, many people start asking you, for a photo. Yeah, you know, you know there's only 
the two case scenario when you ask for a photo, right? Yes or no, right? Oh. How, how do you how do you validate whether the person is okay? As in like he never like like chased me away immediately. I still give me a chance. Uh. <laughs> okay. Because he's like uh when he came down, right? So let's he ends the ends the game, right? He came down, right? There are like body sort of like bodyguards one and people were blocking people from going around. Of course, I, of I'm course. just standing at the side. I just asked, mm, no harm asking. Uh. Yeah, yeah, quite, yeah, true. Quite true. interesting. Yeah. I say nothing guy. to eat one. Yeah. I say nothing eat. to eat. I always remember mm. I say cannot eat. Yeah. yeah. I need to be very clear. But that is not to say I am very into the Karano <laughs> system. Right. <laughs> it was just interesting to meet this person and meet some crypto <laughs> friends. And I don't have enough knowledge in that ecosystem. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. So I think the whole idea for the third story is to direct the first two. La. Right and <laughs> have fun, have fun, uh. have fun, have fun, little lah. Yeah, but 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 my goodness, yeah, it is no, true. But, that but thing. generally, just yeah. crypto space, right? It's about like mm. yeah, pushing boundaries and 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 it's about technology and and, and innovation. So I can I can see how why there's an interest in alien technology, lah. Mm. I mean, it opens up yes. new new dimensions uh, of thinking, also. Yeah, fair, fair. So essentially, yeah. a lot of the crypto billionaires they want to push frontiers into these spaces, lah. Right, so you yeah. see more Maybe and next more. time when you send a transaction, it wouldn't just clear locally among the server. It has to clear, go up the space, come back down. Oh, yeah, it has to go to Mars, clear back. This is for, you know, like a different chain for like the most atas of things. Right, so. Woof, self sell. Right, so okay, okay. So that's that. Any last things to add about interstellarness or extraterrestrial life? We're, we're, we're going to be following this expedition closely, lah. So any updates on that will be yeah, we'll keep you updated. Yeah. <laughs> if 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 another week you hear the first two stories quite heavy, right? They expect the third story is about space. Eh? <laughs> right. So so we, we, we try to tirade lah, right? Don't be too crazy on all of you. But yeah, I think I think I think it's a good week. Very interesting news. Uh continue to see what, what happens with the SEC and all that jazz. And to see yeah, if the big boys uh really start coming in and hold the bag, what will happen to the overall space, right? Because it does bring in more capital. So yes, uh with that. That's the end of today, right? Today is a very good, quiet, interesting episode. No mark. Very good. <laughs> okay, take care, guys. <laughs> Bye. See you next week. Bye. See you Bye. next week. Hey, Coconuts. So, yes, uh, I hope you enjoy this new show that we're building together with the team at Blockhead. And uh, the goal is very clear, right? We're not here to shield any token or be a cheerleader for any project. But we feel that there's a lot of development that's going on in this space that we could cover and continue to be a little bit smarter um, as investors. I mean, eventually, you tune in every week to a financial podcast network so that you can be smarter with your investments. And if it so happened, this is something that you're looking at, the crypto space, Web3, Metaverse, all these kind of stuff then that is where we're trying to cover but not from the angle of like this is good that is bad but really trying to see it from like what is happening how is it developing and I hope you find this useful and interesting right so if you want to continue to get more coverage around the crypto space check out blockhead.co and then we will see you next week